Blog Talk Radio. Praise God and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. We want to stand by. Okay, we're now streaming on our platforms at www.livedeliverance.com. We are also at Blog Talk Radio 646-378-1857. And we are also on our Facebook. Due to the influx of my audience, I have over 800 new people. Apostle Janice, uh, Janice Taylor will be helping me, assisting me with deliverance. The younger people who are new to the deliverance of ministry, I'm their spiritual father. I have to nurture these people. But you older ones, I'm about to turn you over to Sister Taylor. If you wish not to go there, then you can't help me because the Lord has put her in a position where I need help. And she's capable. I've been knowing this sister for many years. We've never bumped, no argument. Same as Sister Dirty. We get along very well in the spirit room, no competition, just trying to serve the Lord. She's not about no glory, no honor, and lifting her up, and none of that stuff. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that this message will open the hearer up who's been lazy spiritually, who's been a bastard, not a son, who's been very rebellious who want to do it day way to fight God, to resist the God from the spirit and try to understand him from the flesh. I bind any satanic forces that will come up against the hearer. I bind the devil for making the hearer think that we, me or Sister Taylor will be getting personal with people. That's where the demon's going to go with that mind. I bind that thing. Lord, we ask that you forgive us for all of our sins, known and unknown. We confess our fault. We thank you that the Sabbath is now over. I thank you for this message that I have to obey it to the fullest. And I pray that me and Sister Taylor will do the best we can to bless the body of Christ this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Christians wanting deliverance but yet rebellious against God. Evangelist Taylor is going to start it off with Ecclesiastes 8.10. Acts 7.51 and Second Chronicles 30, verse 8. And so I saw the wicked buried who had come and gone from the place of the holy, and they were is that, forgotten. Is that, in, is that, a, is that a, a Psalm of Solomon's chapter no, 8, no, verse 10? No, no, let's go to Song of Solomon because I was in Ecclesiastes. Okay. Right. Psalm of Solomon's 8.10. All right. I am a wall and my breast like towers. Then I was in his eyes as one that found favor. Uh, you're and, not going to get that's uh, you're not going to have favor of the Lord tonight if you don't listen to this message. God wants to change a lot of you. A lot of you are stubborn. A lot of you have the same demons that you've had 20, 30 years ago, and you haven't changed because you don't do spiritual warfare. Now, here's the problem that a lot of people uh, uh, that's dealing with, and this is the message that the Lord had me to get this out, so don't take it personal. Uh, God is trying to get you older people to really start walking it and not act as babes. You've been in this ministry a while. You should be able to fluctuate on your own. You don't need nobody to walk you or babysit you. Acts 7.51. Acts 751, 
and this is what it says. Glory be to God. Stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did. So do ye. See, you can't resist the Holy Spirit when the Lord is trying to help you. When the Lord is trying to help you in the ministry of deliverance and you getting help and you hollering at the person, screaming at the person, taking it out on the human being, not never mad at God, but I always want to be mad at the servant. That's double-minded. Evander Taylor, have you ever experienced that as you try to help people? Yeah, um, I just encountered a young man. He wanted to, he wanted me to tell him what to do, but then he wanted to do self-deliverance. I asked him a simple question. I said, have you ever been to jail? He said, yes. I said, have you ever seen an inmate let himself out of jail? He said, no. I said, that's because only a free man can free a man. So it takes somebody on the outside who is free that's got the keys to let somebody that's bound out of bondage. So he wanted to do deliverance on himself which is impossible because I told him, you're not free. Well, what I do, Evangelist Taylor, when I deal with people like that, just let them read the Bible and just turn them over to the Lord because you're going to – I notice that when people want deliverance, you can really see the demons manifest in their personality. And with, with discernment, you can recognize the spirits that's there. The minute you start talking to somebody and telling people about this ministry – the forces of darkness begin to work within you. Those yeah. demons will crank up in you. Those demons will make you think that he's talking about me. Those demons will get you so sensitive and make you run out this room because they don't want <laughs> to get exposed. They don't want to get exposed. And for a baby Christian, it's impossible for a baby Christian to do self-deliverance. But for a Christian who's been walking along, it's, a baby can't. They don't know what they're doing, and they need to be taught by someone in this profession who's been doing it in a while. I tell the older ones to, that do self-deliverance by reading the word, and when you read the word, demons come out of you when you read the word. Exactly. But there's a, a lot of people that's so stubborn that it is very impossible for God to even shake the believer, to even wake him up. And God told me he's tired, he's tired of that. God is tired of seeing you in the same predicament that you've been in, and you you haven't changed. I've seen people in this ministry for many years, and not one change. And I noticed that God sometimes has to do an open rebuke of you. In Proverbs 27, verse 5, it says, open rebuke is better than secret love. And today, God is tired of your inconsistency walk with him. He's tired of you going to serve him today. You're not going to serve him tomorrow. Now, you go to me and you come to Sister Taylor and y'all come and, and be wanting to get these demons out of you and then you start blowing. Then you blow, then you blow. Then you wake up and you go to bed. You say, oh, I'm delivered. You don't read the word. You don't maintain your deliverance. First of all, ain't nothing come out of me. Some of the demons will tell you, ain't nothing, you just blowing. And then that's to take your faith away. That's to get in your mind to take take what you're trying to get done, accomplished. So what happens you become like a, a Second Chronicles 30, verse 8 person. That's what that says, Evangelist Taylor. All right. It says, Now be ye not stiff-necked as your fathers were, but yield yourselves unto the Lord, and enter into his sanctuary, 
which he had sanctified forever, and serve the Lord your God, that the fierceness of his wrath may turn away from you. And today, God has a lot of fierceness upon some of you. Y'all been reading, y'all been listening to too much Joe Osteen. God is a God of war. God, I'm hearing noise in the background. Yeah, that's why we I'm, moving up here. I'm sorry, Apostle. I had to move a chair out my way. Oh, okay. And God is tired of you constantly being in the same position that you was in years ago with no change. Why is this inconsistently consistent with your walk with God, especially with spiritual warfare? You can't be yes. inconsistent with spiritual warfare. It's impossible because the minute them demons leave you, and we're going to let Janice Taylor light it up after I get through with this. I'm going to turn it over to her. We're going to let you see tonight that it is impossible to maintain your deliverance if you don't do your part. Everybody wants the deliverance minister to do everything for them, walk with them, care of them. I'm not caring, no soldier. A, a Navy SEAL don't need to care of no other Navy SEAL. I don't need to care of him. And it's pathetic to see so many people will depend on the deliverance minister and not even depend on the Lord, but depend on the human. No, you have to depend on the Lord. And so what God is trying to do is to get you to not become bastards. Because you are a bastard if you're not obeying God, if you're not consistent with your walk. The Bible says in uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 6, For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth it and scourge every son whom he received. And a lot of you don't like the chastening of the Lord. Some of you are not disciplined. If anything go wrong, you go right back to your natural mind to start figuring stuff out, start analyzing how you're going to pay your bill. You don't tithe in faith. You tithe, and then a bill comes or something happens, and then the devil try to pull you away from your covenant. He'll get you to think the evilest thing you can against the closest person you love. He will use your emotions. And a lot of people are emotional-driven not spirit-filled driven. Emotional-driven and spirit-filled driven is two different types of people. So in order for you to become spirit-filled driven, you need the Lord to discipline you so you won't be emotional-driven. Uh, the word says, if ye endure ch- ch- chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. Most of you don't want to be chastened by God. Most of you are not consistent with the Lord. And the first trial comes, y'all ready to quit and give up. I had one person, the evangelist, told me, uh, I asked the lady to give her permission, Mrs. Calhoun Mitchell. I'm tired of dealing with the devil every day. I said, well, uh, you're going to have to deal with him every day. He deals with you every day. And see, y'all want to take a vacation break. Ain't no breaks with demons. It's 24 hours a day. There's no break. There's no vacation. The devil don't take a vacation. There's nowhere in the Bible, Evangelist uh, can you find me in the scriptures that the Bible said he's going to lighten up off of us? There's no scripture. There's no such scripture. There ain't no such scripture nowhere in the Bible. If ye endure just chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For the son is whom the father chasteneth. See, for what son is he whom the father chasteneth? You don't even want God to chasten you. You get mad at the vessel. You start pouting, you start complaining, but if everything go your way, you good. But the minute it go the way Job goes, now you start cussing, then you start seeing what come out your mouth. You have a problem, find what come out your mouth, and you'll find out what kind of demons that you have. 
but mm-hmm. it can't be without chastisement. Wherefore, all are partakers. Then are you bastards and not sons. Most of you are in and out with God. In and out. So I see so much inconsistency with a Christian. It's pitiful. And then when you're blowing these demons out now, the Lord is teaching me a lot of problems that I see in people. The Lord says, have they ever changed? I said, no, because they don't do spiritual warfare. And they don't want to do spiritual warfare. Mm-mm. They want a magic wand. They want you yeah. to do the work for them. They want you to do everything. You like to elaborate, Evangelist Taylor? Uh, you know, that that's amazing. That's amazing. You're, you're talking about this apostle because um, over in Hebrews, I, I mean, some of the people that we're talking to tonight have been in the body of Christ for quite a long time. I'm not talking to babies. I'm not talking no, to newcomers. No, we're not talking newcomers. to the new ones. No, all the 800 right. ones. No, we're not talking to you. This yeah. message is for the, the older. This is for the, all the older people who've been here because I got a, I got a new group now, and I can't keep okay. holding on with the old group. You know, when I, you don't hold a baby when it's six feet, seven feet long. You had to let it walk. That's exactly right. So this is what Hebrews says. He says um, that some of you are, are dull of hearing. Paul says, seeing you are dull of hearing, for when the time You ought to be teachers. You have need that one teach you again. In other words, we go around the same mountain. We like the children of Israel. When they were coming out of Egypt, God brought them out of Egypt, brought them through the Red Sea, and it was really an 11-day journey to the promised land, but God took them through the wilderness because not only did God need to bring them out of Egypt, he needed to get Egypt out of them. So he took them the long way. And they were so rebellious and stiff-necked, what should have been an 11-day journey ended up being 40 years in the wilderness. So Apostle Paul is saying that when you ought to be teachers, you need somebody to teach you that same thing over and over again, he said, because some of you have need of milk and not of strong meat. And if you've been around, you've been in the, the body of Christ long enough, you should be on meat, but you're still on milk. I talked to a woman, uh, Apostle and I talked to a woman uh, last month, and I she claimed that she read her Bible uh, on a regular basis, and, and she was consistent in the things of God, and I said, give me one scripture, one scripture for healing. And she said, oh, there are many. I said, just give me one. And she could not name one scripture for healing. So that tells me she's not spending time in the Word, because if you spend time in the Word, you might not know every book, every chapter, and every verse, but you ought to be able to give a, a, a scripture when the enemy is attacking your flesh or attacking your body, you ought to be able to rebuke him with the word of God. You ought to know at least one scripture. And and all of us should know Isaiah 53 and 5. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. All Christians ought to know that. But she could not name one. So she was just playing games. She was playing games, and I really didn't have time for it. Now, I'm saying to you 
Paul is saying that every one of you that use milk, you're unskillful. You are unskillful in the word of righteousness, and you are obeyed. Because strong meat belongs to them that are of full age. If you have been in the body of Christ for more than five or ten years, you are to be on meat now, but you're still on milk. You still want tablum. You still want somebody to hold your hand. You still want somebody to change your diaper. You're still uh, making boo-boos on yourself, and this should not be. So Paul is saying, he said that uh, it, it, you don't even know how to discern good, the difference between good and evil. And he went on to say that we should leave the principal doctrines of Christ and let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance. We should not be laying that again. We should be moving on from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrines of baptism and laying on hands and all those things. We should be beyond that by now. And many, many believers who have been in the body of Christ for over 10 years are still on the elementary stuff. You're still on the basic stuff. And it's time for you to move out into the deep. It's time for you to, to, to develop your gifts. A lot of people still in the body of Christ don't even know what their gifts are, don't know That's what true. your purpose is. You should know what God put you here on this planet for if you've been in the body of Christ for more than 10 years. I mean, the Holy Spirit will reveal that to you. But y'all are too busy doing other things your spiritual life is being grossly neglected, and then when you have a problem, then you want somebody to get the devil off of you. That's true. And now, let me say this here. The scripture says in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 21, make, your perfect, make you perfect in every good works to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. See, when you don't change, you're not very well pleasing in the sight of God. God see what you're doing. But you want to play spiritual. You want to get some of these. You know, the problem I see is most of a lot of pastors with churches or pastors and ministers, when they got a problem, they always want to let you know that they know something, but yet avoid the demons that's in them. We all got demons. I had Sister Dirt had to cast them out of me this morning. I had demons cast out today at 2 o'clock in me. In me. Well, why is that? Because I'm on front line. I get attacked. We all get attacked by the devil. Mm -hmm. You should be able to be a different person. If you're not the same person, then it's your fault. It's not my fault. Bloody don't me. I labor with people, but I got a whole bunch of new people coming. And Sister Taylor will help the older ones. I will call and direct every last one of you. If you don't want to go to her, then that's fine. Because I have to take care of my young sheep that just came in. These people are very young with the Lord. And, you know, don't allow no spiritual jealousy to get in you. Well, he's not talking to me. I've been with you for five, six, seven years. I'll still be with that. I have new people. This is why I got to get Advantage Taylor to help me because I'm behind in a lot of deliverance. So she's going to help with the older ones. If you still want it, you can contact through her. I'll make arrangements because I got baby babies. I got people... Uh, Sister Taylor, the Lord gave me a word of knowledge of about 13 people, uh, 300 joined in one day. Wow. And God is trying to grow people, and he's trying to push you. You have to push yourself, because if you don't push yourself, you're not going to get this done. 
make you perfect in every good works to do his will. I can't make you perfect, but the desire for you to want to change can. The desire for you to pray in the Holy People don't want to pray in the Holy Spirit. People don't want to suffer. They don't want to suffer. They want everything to run well. That's not life. That's God not, not biblical. Us. That ain't That's even nowhere in the Bible. That's yep. nowhere in the Bible. Nowhere. And you have to change. You got to want to change. A lot of people don't have no faith when they do deliverance. They do a faith to do this. Now, if you don't believe that spirits are coming out of you, just keep blowing them out of you and don't do no spiritual warfare the next day. And then you see you get worse with the same uh, problem. When it multiplies, that means that then it got back in you and you're worse than what you was uh, a week, two or three weeks ago. God does not want say, that from us. Go ahead, Advance Taylor. I want to say this, Apostle. If, if you are struggling um, with uh, uh, sexual immorality, if, you, if you're dealing with sexual demons, and um, and those demons, you've already been through deliverance, because I know Apostle will take you through that. If you've already been through de- deliverance with that, if you open that door back up, those demons are coming back. The Bible says when an unclean spirit goes out of his house, he goes into a dry place, and then but he don't like the dry place, so he says, I will return to my former house. And then when he goes back to that house, and sees it swept and garnished, but not filled with the Holy Spirit, he will go back to that house and take seven more spirits, demonic spirits, with him. And the Bible says the last state of that man will be worse than the beginning. So if you have been delivered from sexual sins, and you open that door back, and sometimes it's just as simple as something you watch on television. you got to guard your eye gates. You got to guard your ear gates. You cannot listen to certain music. I don't know why Christians are even interested in secular music. It's, most of it's filthy. But if you listen to that, that sex demon is going to re-enter you. So you got to watch your eye gate, your ear gate, your nose gate, your mouth gate, and that other gate. You gotta you got to guard those gates. Guard your heart. If you That's open right. those gates back up, the devil is coming again, and he's coming in full force, and he's going to bring seven of his buddies with him, and, the, and you're going to be in worse condition. You got delivered, but you didn't maintain your deliverance. Because you don't strengthen your deliverance. How to strengthen your deliverance? We talk about we ain't talking about the babes. We talking about you, you, you old soldiers that got these uniforms on, got private on, and you've been a private for past eons. Oh, it's gonna get hard. It's gonna be tough tonight because God got to wake you up. I can't. I, I got too much. I, the Lord told me, this is what you got. You got these new ones. They babies. This is where I nourished a lot of you up and been patient with you and nourished. Think about the same way for me. Allow Sister Taylor to help you since you won't. Don't pick me. I ain't got no no different anointing than she got. She got the same anointing I got. We both deliverance ministers. Same anointing, same Jesus, same word. She's a, a Sabbath keeper. She honors the Sabbath, speaking tongues. She's married. She don't live no prescription. She's a life of lust, and she ain't trying to rob nobody and take nobody's money. So you, 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 go with her because I got to take care of these little ones. I can't just deal with the same troops over and over and over. Nothing against that. But when I have a command, I got to obey. These are new people. These people are brand new. They've never heard of deliverance minister in, in their life. 
and I have to get them up to par before Satan take them away from me. Now, how to strengthen your deliverance? Sincerely praise God many times each day that he has delivered you. Make a real point of rejoicing in him while praising and rejoicing actually ha- expect it and believe that it will also help bring blessings. You can see Second Samuel chapter 22, verse 47 through 50. You can see First Chronicles, chapter 16, verse 35 and 36. You can see uh, Psalms, chapter 18, verse 48 through 50. Psalms, chapter 32, verse uh, 7. Psalms, uh, chapter 39, thir- I'm sorry, Psalms, chapter 35, verse 9 through 10. Psalms, chapter 106. Verse 43 and 48, Psalms 124, verse 6 through 8, Psalms 142, verse 7, Isaiah chapter 25, 1 through 4, Mark 11, 24, Acts 16, 25 through 26, Philippians 1, 3 through 11. Now the Holy Spirit tell me most of these people don't even praise the Lord. I just heard that from the Holy Spirit. None of you have a time of praise to praise the Lord and to just rejoice and say you don't even do it. You're praying songs. You got to praise the Lord. You have to honor him with your praise. The Bible says everything that has breath, sukikas, that's the spirit of God yes. and praises God. Everything that has breath, Psalms 150. You got breath. Why don't you praise God? You know why people don't want to praise the Lord? I'm going to tell you why they, they think that, that, they think that it's, it's no, no power in it. There is more power in praising the Lord than anything else, because when you dwell his praise, saints and angels rejoice over that. So The Bible also says when we praise him, praise steals the avenger. Praise, your praise stops the devil in his tracks. Yeah, he's confused yeah. when you start praising God, especially when you're going through something. A friend of mine, her mother died today. We were on the prayer line together at 12 noon. She got on the prayer line and even though her heart was broken uh, that her mother passed, that girl praised the Lord on the prayer line. Yes. Yes. And I've seen, I praise the Lord and open up and praise, and I've saw miracles, mighty miracles happen uh, when I opened up praise services when I was in Jamaica. Amen. Now, just as we may need the healing ministry of the congregation according to James 5, 14, and 16 more than once, we may require several times of deliverance constantly. So when these demons come out of you, people don't realize this. They've been in you a long time and they rooted in you. Some of them are rooted in your personality. Some of them are rooted into your fleshly mind. Some of them are so tied into your mind, they're eating your mind out. Mind demons are very vicious to the believer. They'll stop you. They'll make you think that I'm talking about you. He's he talking about me. He got me in this room. Eventually, I actually had people call me and tell me, why are you ta- you're talking directly to me? They got that convicted, and yet they want to blame me for the message. Yeah, that was just conviction of the Holy Spirit. That's all that is. And God, when the Holy Spirit convicts you, let him convict you. Let the Holy Spirit show you what you're doing. Now, if you're not doing spiritual warfare, you're going to be knocked out the game real quick, gone. You won't make it 30 days in Christianity. 
there is no consistency with some of you believers who've been walking with the Lord a long time. No consistency. Backwards and forward. And back. then you say you do something, then you won't go do it again. Well, you only hurt yourself. Well, I got to step on because I got other people. I love you, but I can't just be sitting here. Sitting here, I got 800 new people, and I got to give them the same opportunity that I gave all of you. So we're still going to do deliverance for you old timers. I'm just turning all you over to Sister Evangelist Taylor because I have a new flock. I got a class out of Jamaica, 400 people out of Jamaica. I got to get a hold of Pastor Earl to assist me with those people. I got 327 out of Finland. So to whom much is given, much is required. And it's not the vessel. If the vessel can hear the Lord and have the authority of Christ, work with the vessel whom God assigned to. Uh, I need help. Ain't nobody helping me but, but, but uh, uh, Evangelist Taylor, uh, Minister Candace Durden helped me today. We're doing the deliverance. And I got uh, Brother Tommy with my interpretation. I have a lot at my plate. I can't help everybody. And I'm thankful that Sister Taylor will take her time and opportunity to assist me with some of these deliverances because this thing is growing. And people, God is sending. God is trying to change you, but you got to do what you got to do. You are required to fast. You are required to cast down imaginations in high places. You are required. Yeah. To come up against the enemy you are required to pray in the holy ghost you are required to do that i'm not required to, that you got to call me every five minutes or every time you move around i don't need to know that you jesus see you he know all your thoughts ezekiel 11 5 i don't know your thoughts unless the holy spirit tell me what you're doing you have to convince yourself that i'm going to fight this fight i don't care who i'm with whether you by yourself or not i do it i don't have nobody to you know, I'm up in here dealing with these demons. I had one across me last night. Sister, I took that holy water and I sprayed it with that salt and water in that bottle, and I got that thing out of here. See, what are you doing in here? Amen. I come on attack every day when I'm dealing with demons. They come out the computer, Sister Taylor. They come out of the computer. Yes, they do. These yes, they do. Are yes, they do. And yes, if you're lazy, if mm-hmm. you're lazy, you're not going to make it in this ministry. If you're not going to make it as a Christian, if you're lazy, period, spiritually, but you ain't lazy to go get you a Burger King. You ain't lazy to go do that. You, you can crank the car. Your stomach get hungry. You're ready to eat. Well, your spirit has to eat. You don't want to feed your spirit. You're not disciplined. You got to be disciplined to be an, an apostle. Apostle means discipline. Discipleship means discipline under Christ. And a lot of you are not disciplined, and you're losing your deliverance. And then when I hear you, I hear the same person. I don't see nothing different. Why? Because you're not maintaining your deliverance. You can uh, elaborate, Sister uh, Taylor. The Word of God tells us in Matthew 24, this is a very important word because we're living in this day. It says, take heed that no man deceive you. See, if you don't go on with God, if you don't go out into the deeper things of God, the spirit of deception is in the land. When they say that a man is no longer a man and can be a woman, and a woman is no longer a woman, and she is now a man. That's a spirit of deception. So you have to be, you have to be prayed up. You must be fasted up because the enemy has pulled out all stops. In other words, he is not stopping at anything. His job is to steal, kill, and destroy. So that means you have to take advantage of what God has provided. And the greatest thing that God has provided for us, there are three things, his word, his name, 
which is praying in his name, and the, the blood. So we sit down and spend time in the word of God, which means you're going to have to cut the TV off. means you're going to have to come off of Facebook. It means you have to do what you have to do to maintain your spiritual walk with the Lord because only them that are spiritual are going to survive. Those that are in the flesh, they're going to they gonna, they gonna be deceived in these last days. These are perilous times. These are the times where we have to. We have to go deeper. You cannot stay on the surface. You cannot stay on the surface. You have got to go deeper into the things of God. Fasting and prayer. You have to go deeper. Because you won't also, make it if you don't. You sure ain't going to make it. Also, refuse to recognize your old self-centered ways and direct yourself on trying to be spiritual to others will bring failure to your personal deliverance. Let me say this again. Also, refuse to recognize your old self-centered ways and trying to show people that you're spiritual, you're going to use your deliverance because you open up the door to pride. Pride can settle up in there. Remain constantly humble in the eyesight of God about you, mm-hmm. your deliverance. Now, when we open up the lines, we ain't talking about me, Reverend Thatcher, who wrote the sermon. We ain't doing none of that. When these lines open up, let it be about you, your demon, and how, what you learned about what you got to do to maintain it. Other than that, it's going to be other than other conversations because I don't want to stretch this out having it being about me. It's about Christ. It's about Christ and a personal relationship. And the Lord is showing me, uh, and it hurts me, Sister Taylor, that people really don't have a personal relationship with the Lord. A lot of people are not even born again. They, 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 they cannot give you a time and day when they actually had their born-again experience with the Lord. People say, I'm saved. Uh, you say, are you born again? They can't say, yeah. You, you, you know, they just cannot clearly clearly define the moment they were born again. They cannot. People, people just, they just in the church. We got a lot of churchgoers, and I hate to say this because I don't like to speak against the church, but unfortunately, a lot of people have not been taught. People, they'll come to a singing, they'll come to a fish fry, they'll come to anything where some food is going to be given. But when you say, let's come to prayer meeting, let's come to a Bible study, people come up with all sorts of excuses why they can't come and go deeper in the Word. Oh, I'm busy. Oh, I, I, can't, I can't drive at night. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I got to take my medication. And nobody's telling you not to take your medication but you do all these other things. People go bowling. People go they do all sorts of things. And, but when and that's it comes a, to that's a company that don't know nothing. So they they're not disciplined in the spirit realm. They're not. They're not. And then people want to try to uh, look at their situation and just say, "Oh, that's just how I am." No, that's not just how you are. That's a demon. That's also, a demon controlling you. That's right. Also. Uh, the Lord has said me how to deal with negative influences. Now, if you can't deal with negative influences, you're going to be wiped out because as soon as this sermon's over, the devil will come into your mind. He's going to make you use your mind. See, so the Lord said me somebody here, well, I ain't going to go to Sister Taylor. Then you can't, won't be coming to me no more because I got new ones. 
I got no big dog. And what he's saying, I, I just want to clarify this. Apostle is not saying that he don't have time for his older uh, members anymore. What he's saying is God has told him to focus on these new converts because he's got to equip them. He's got to pour into them. You all that he's already poured into, you need to start activating what you've already been taught. Yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. A lot of people don't realize being an apostle in the ministry of deliverance is very difficult. You have to spend lots of time with people, lots of long hours. Feed them the word. Teach them the basics. Got, these people don't even know how to fight the devil. At least you do, but they don't. That would be unfair for me to not do them like I did you. I've never turned nobody down, Sister Durden, throughout my ministry. I've always called people back. I always help people. I don't take no favoritism. Ain't no buddy buddy with me when it comes to ministry. I'm here to represent Amen. Christ Jesus. I'm here to help you with the things of God. I'm not here to be political if you're personal. As newborn Christians and those who are new in the Lord have to learn what you already know in the Lord. The devil and demons appreciate you when you start thinking. Oh, they love it. They love it. Now they're going to get with you and independent from God. Your thinking is independent from God. And you've got to be able to be aware of that and stop allowing your mind to bring sin to you. The Bible says, sin no more, lest the worst thing come to you. John five fourteen, Judges 10, 11 through 16, 2 Samuel 12, 7 through 14, Nehemiah 9, 28, Psalms 97, 10, Proverbs 11, 6 through 7. Matthew twelve forty three through 45. You will sin at times, but you know it could be the flesh. Determine whether it's the flesh or if it's a demon. Now, if it's a demon, you're going to have to go back through deliverance. Now, if you don't, once you go through deliverance, when I carry people through deliverance and tell you to blow out, and if you don't maintain and you just go blow and go to sleep and start eating, and they're, all, they're gone, they're, they're going to come right, they're gonna come right back. Right I've seen back. this. I've seen this thing over, and I said, Lord, I finally found out why I don't see changes in people. The Lord said, you've done your job. If they ain't done their job, but they want you to do your job. No, the Bible says that you must work out your own salvation. And a lot of y'all Amen. don't work your own salvation out. Evangelist said, give me Philippians 2, 9, 10, 11, and 12. A lot Amen. of you don't want to work out your salvation. It didn't say me to work out your own salvation. No, it didn't say me. It said you. And I notice a lot of Christians want to find all types of excuses or some logical understanding to spiritual things. And if you start that, you're never going to grow in God because God ain't going to deal with your mind. He's not going to deal with your soul. He's a spirit. You're going to miss it. And you're going to miss what God has for you. Uh, what is that Amen. in Philippians 2, 9, 10, 11, and 12? Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear, and trembling. 
And that's what God is telling for you older ones to do. You got to work it out now. You know, when I was in special, well, I was in the military and I did my training, they didn't keep me in training, the same training three or four years. Five, six, seven years. Ain't nothing changed. It's not me. It's you. And a lot of people don't want, they ain't going to like this because I'm putting the burden on you, not me. It's you. When you don't pray in tongues, that's you that you're not allowing to build up yourself on your most holy ghost. On your most holy faith, Jude 1, 18, 19, 20, 21. The Bible says, pray you in the Holy Ghost. You have to build up yourself. And if you don't do that, them demons are going to come back. I've been doing this 14 years, Sister Taylor. Every time I see a Christian get deliverance, when they don't counteract the devil, they get whammed and they get wore out and they come back to me even worse. And I'm not doing that no more. I'm not coming. When I see y'all all banged up and you ain't doing what the Lord tell me, and he's going to tell me whether you're doing it or not. And then sometimes he already tell me, I already know, and I said, and you'll talk like, oh, ain't nothing happened, I'm, I'm cool, and you ain't done nothing. Lazy. You can't do that no more. It's time that you grow, worry about yourself, work out your own salvation, stop trying to be spiritual with people, around people, using an audience, you don't need none of that. Just get yourself right and maintain uh, your deliverance. Ask forgiveness. Make sure that you constantly forgive. Open your eyes to the fact that Christ's death was your death. I didn't die for you. Evangelist Taylor didn't die for you. We're just messengers. You must not live for self and sin anymore. For all of that died with him. Experience this true deep within your inner life. Then die daily. Give up your self-seeking lives from your mind. And if you don't give that up, how are you going to be a new creature acting the same way? You can't be a new creature. If any man's a new creature, the Bible says, Behold, all things come new. I don't ever see that in Christians. I see the same thing over and over and over. And the Lord's showing me. And then I see certain Christians progress and catch on. And those are the ones who fast. They forgive. If they see that they got bitterness in them, they deal with it. You know, it, it takes some of you two or three weeks to recognize you in sin. That's pitiful. If you know that you're in sin, deal with it. Get get Repent. Get it over with and come back in, in fellowship with Christ. If you lack joy, power, and victory in the Holy Spirit, ask and believe God to give you such defined feelings of the Holy Spirit that you will be like the readiness disciples in the day of Pentecost instead of defeated uh, disciples before Pentecost. They was defeated, but when they oh, got the power, you, you got the, they, we got, they got the power of the Holy Spirit in them, and people don't even use it. It's pitiful, Evangelist Taylor. It's very sad to, for me to give this message out to people. I want to read something from Second uh, Timothy. The Apostle Paul was speaking to uh, Timothy, and he said, But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, suffering, charity, and patience, persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned, and has been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, 
So Paul was encouraging Timothy to continue in the things that he had taught him. He said, yeah, you're going to suffer. You're going to go through some persecution. Paul was shipwrecked. Paul was snake bitten. Paul was beaten. Paul was put in prison. He suffered all these things for the sake of the gospel. He did not suffer as an evildoer, but he said evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. So we know that these things are going to happen. So we don't run from suffering. As a matter of fact, we learn obedience through suffering. So don't don't try to get out of suffering. So in other words, don't try to find a life that's going to be a flowery bed of ease. There's no such life in Christianity. My God, we just got to go through what we got to go through and God be with us. He will sustain us. He will protect us and he will bring us through. The scripture says, yea, though I walk through the valley and the shadow of death. Not going to stay there. I'm going through this. So we're going to go through some things. We're going to be persecuted. As a matter of fact, persecution is on the increase right now here in America. Persecution for being a Christian. So we don't have time to be whining and murmuring and complaining about what we're going through. We got to learn what the script, how did Paul go through the things he went through? He stayed in the word of God. He stayed close to God. He stayed in prayer. He fasted. That's how he made it through. And people, if you don't do that, you will never change. You will never, never change. First Peter 2, 1 says, wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisy and envious and all evil speaking, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. If you don't desire the basics, you're not going to grow. You're just not going to grow. If you do not allow God to bring you to, I know Christians have been Christians for 10, 15 years, and every time they go through a child, I said, Lord, they don't never change. He said, they won't let me put them through nothing. Now, the Bible says in 1 Peter 1, 7, that the trials of your faith being much more precious than of gold, though perish, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of the Lord Jesus. Now, I can give you an example of this scripture of what happened to me. God tried me through a lot of suffering. The Lord told me, Evangelist Taylor sent me some money, and the Lord told me, don't spend it. Use it for the plane ticket. I had some money. And when I got up there, Sister Cedar and them were so nice to me. I mean, they they uh, really was very, very nice. And I obeyed God. And another incident, the Lord told me uh, a tithe came in. And the Holy Spirit said, don't spend it again. Not knowing that my air condition when I, I obey God, I was preaching, Evangelist Taylor, and I was teaching, mm-hmm. sweating, hot back here. And I can hear the demon say, where's the Lord at? How come he won't give you no air condition? Creflo Dollar has an air condition. And the demon always likes mm-hmm. to tell me that Creflo Dollar has something. Well, the Lord told me the reason why the demon's telling Creflo Dollar he got something because Creflo Dollar ain't in the hand of God. Oh, my God. You know, he doesn't suffer. He's rich. How are you going to suffer when you're rich? 
and you get on a plane when you want. You don't need to pray for nothing. Ain't no anointing in that. I would never want to be rich. Because the Bible says that rich people will oppress you. And even when Christians become rich financially, you become wrecked up spiritually. The Bible says, seek ye not to become rich, according to Scripture. Amen. But see, you don't want this. You want this other easy Christianity that you've been walking in all your life. Ha, 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 Jesus, ha, <laughs> with no power. That's what you want. You don't want nobody to tell you what to do. You're not consistent in spiritual warfare. There ain't nobody never told you that. Ain't nobody ever taught you nothing about spiritual warfare. But you better learn. Because the day and the time and hour is coming where God is going to be looking for soldiers. He's not going to be looking for no sleeping soldiers. He wants you on your post. When symptoms are wrong thoughts. Oh, it's here. When symptoms are wrong thoughts and feelings do present themselves to your emotions, what are you going to do? You've been walking with the Lord five, six years, and you let these thoughts come in your mind about a person. And you can't even cast them down. You're pitiful. Got to grow up now. You got to wean you off of me. I got I got eight hundred brand new people. We still with you, but I'm assigning older Christians in this ministry with me to Vanish Janice Taylor. I got a flock. I love you. I have to have help. I can't just help you, help you, help you, and leave these people stranded. They, Jesus died for them too. You know what? What they're saying? Hey, you done sucked up all the air. Share the air with everybody. So share me out. Allow Sister Taylor to help you and do with your a, a deliverance because these are babies. You was once a baby. You was once new into this ministry. And remember that ministry is to edify you, to build you up. It's not about competition or who it is. Whoever whoever God uses, the Lord put me with this sister. And the Lord gave me permission for her to help me. I waited four years before I asked the Lord, and the Lord said, okay, now uh, she can help you. I need help. I've been crying out for help. I got help. So now that I got help, I will direct you to someone who's a veteran in dealing with older Christians. Okay? I will do that. And I will still minister to you occasionally as the Lord lead me. But it's not about me. It's about your personal walk with the Lord. It's not about Evangelist Taylor. It's about what you're going to do when you get off air. It's about Amen. how you're going to pray when you get off air. Not about me and her. We just the Lord can replace both of us. We ain't doing nothing, no, nothing special. He can replace us anytime. I can be here today and gone tomorrow. Your salvation is very, very important. Also, make sure that you stand firm against discouragement. If you are a Christian and the demon's trying to discourage you and pull you away from the ministry. Now what he's going to do is isolate you and get you in sin. You can't do this by yourself. The arm needs the leg. The leg needs the foot. The foot needs the body. If any of you wish to want to speak to Evangelist Janet Taylor, I will not give you her number. She got to keep it private because y'all are calling word of daylight out of her. But I'll call and connect you through it, and then I'll turn and let you, let you speak to her. Because we do have to have some privacy. You know, I have people come by here that, you know, they, <laughs> They think that I can just talk all day. I, I, I can't. I, I just can't do it. They don't realize the schedule that I have. And it's sad because I want to help these people, but I got so many other people to help too. I have to move on. Not that I'm leaving them, but I got you, and that's a blessing because this person told me on the phone they ain't never heard of the Holy Spirit, Evangelist Taylor. 
Wow. And I got Wonder people like what that. Kind what, of church what's, they what's, were in. A hooping church out of Steelville, Alabama. Ha, 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 And he said that was the Norton. I said, say that again. Ha, 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 Do you hear the Norton? And that's what that man been up on. Ha, 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 ha. And he said, oh, hallelujah. That wasn't no scripture. That was just a sound, a noise. It's that bad out here. It's that bad. Now, we're going to wow. ask you to join us in the blog talk room. We're going to get off air here and really get down now. So I'm going to disconnect here from blog talk. And those in the uh, – I'm sorry, not disconnect blog talk. We're going to really get in it now because I'm going to disconnect from Facebook. Please come to hear the rest of the sermon uh, about – being a, a true a Christian and those who've been walking in the Lord along at the time to whom must given them much is required. God wants you out the baby diapers and in combat boots. You're out the baby Amen. diapers and combat boots. Please join us at 646-378-1857. Hit option number one. Come in and join us through this conversation. And we will see you, and we will continue this conversation right now live. God bless you. Here at Facebook, please so see at www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand side of the icon. If you'd like to be a member, email me, and we will contact you and set you up for training purposes. we got 347 people this coming Monday that we're going to have set up uh, in our zone, uh, Zoom room, and we'll continue to set people up to teach you the basics of deliverance. God bless you and shalom here at Facebook. Okay, Evangelist Taylor, now we can continue to go on with this sermon uninterrupted here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. You have the mic. Well, I just want to say I thank God for the opportunity to be uh, with you all on tonight and um, just the opportunity to share the word of God because that's one thing. Um, We're not going to share anything with you of our own opinion. We're going to tell you what thus saith the Lord in his word, and that's what worked for us. It was the word of God. I remember when I was a young Christian, I was a crybaby Christian. Every time something happened, I was always crying. My pastor rebuked me openly one day. He said, Sister Jan, God said, stop all that crying. And I had to grow up. I had to mature. So when Apostle read that scripture a minute ago about being able to grow, uh, we have to grow in Christ Jesus. And we come in as babies, but we don't stay as babies. We have to mature. Now, uh, it's just like when you have a baby, the baby's on uh, uh, milk, he's got a bottle, he's got a pacifier, he's got all these things that are necessary um, for raising a baby. But now once that baby uh, gets some teeth, you take that bottle away from that baby. You begin to wean the baby off of the milk because now it's time for the baby to start eating meat. And that's what we want to do here. We want you to start eating meat because, believe it or not, one day you're going to have to encourage and strengthen somebody else. You'll be able to walk somebody else through uh, deliverance by telling them, this is what I went through. This is how the Lord helped me. This is how I got delivered. But if you stay on the receiving end the entire uh, time that you're in, um, in Christ Jesus, then you're not growing. And God always wants us to grow so that he can get the glory out of our lives. 
but then the testimony that God is building in you, he wants you to be able to minister to somebody else down the line. And, you know, I never dreamed, I'm going to be honest with you, I never dreamed that God would use me in this manner because I still remember when I was that crybaby Christian. But I thank God uh, for my pastor. He's a man of God that's gone on to be with the Lord now. But I thank God that he rebuked me from crying so much. Every time I turned around, everything hurt my feelings. I was offended all the time. I, I was just a weak Christian. I was a baby Christian, and that's what babies do. They cry all the time. But after you have sat up under the word, the word, uh, let me turn to First uh, Peter. Glory be to God. First Peter 5 and verse 10, glory be to God. And this is what it says. It says, but the God of all grace, who have called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. That's what this is all about. God wants to make you perfect, establish you, strengthen you, and settle you. And he's going to use people to pour into you, like myself and Apostle Overton, and he's going to use the word, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. He said he would baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So you're going to need that. You're going to need that, and it comes through seeking the Lord. It comes through prayer and fasting. You got to hunger after righteousness. You got to go after God with everything that you got. I remember when I was in the world, I was a crack addict, and I was so strung out on crack cocaine, but I went after it. I went after crack so to the point that I became a street prostitute. I sold my body so that I could get crack. I went hard after crack. And guess what? As a Christian, I go hard after God. I go hard after God. And that's what I'm not seeing today in the body of Christ, believers who are going hard after God. You got to go hard after God. I made a vow to the Lord when he saved me. I said, God, if you'll save me, I will serve you till I die. And I meant that. And I have not turned back. And I won't turn back. Why? Because there's nothing behind me but death. I'm looking right. forward to eternal life with Christ Jesus. And that's and what we're you... trying to impart on to you tonight. It might seem like this is hard. It might promise you it's right. We're trying to get you to the next level in Christ and Jesus. And you can't get to the next level if you don't go through trials. I went through a trial. When the Lord told me, don't spend that $200. I obey God. I said, is Jesus Christ coming to flesh? I said, I, Jesus, coming to flesh. I said, Lord, he said, I already know what's in your mind. I, I'll take care of the, uh, the uh, Internet bill and hear them demons coming. Uh, you ain't got the money. When you going to get the money? I said nothing. I read the book of Job. I would not allow myself to be angry at God. I didn't. Two days later, the guy knocked on my door. Hey, man, why is hot in here? I said, air conditioning went out. I was teaching 92 degrees in this house. Well, I was in special force. I can bite this. This ain't nothing. And, but I was sweating, and, and Ruthie called me, and she said, well, you look like you're about to burn up. So Durden said, that's not professional. I hear that noise in the background. And when Sister Durden tells me something, I listen. So 
The man said, I can fix this. Sister Taylor, that man did it for $50. Wow. Now, you're not going to get no AC redone for 50 I only paid $400 for the Freon. If it was a normal person, that label would have been $1,500. And I said, uh-huh. I'm going to bless you back. His wife needs some Freon. It's, a, it's 427A. It's not HR 22. They, we took it out. I said, here, since you help me, I help you. He said, man, that's a blessing. We helped each other. But I waited on God. Now, if I didn't go through that trial, if I didn't go through that trial, I wouldn't be able mm-hmm. to wait. It's very hard to get income on this radio. People say they're tired, and the devil will take it away from them. They'll start tithing, then they get into a trial of tribulation, then they start looking to rob God because I don't have no money. I, I won't be. That, that, that means they don't have no faith to continue their covenant with God. But you can't tell them that because in the natural, they see what they see from their mind. They see sight. They don't have no faith. It takes faith to tithe. It takes faith to tithe consistently through a trial. Would you continue to do it? And if you don't and you bag back out, you're out of contract with the Lord, now you have mm. opened up a door to demons. And then you wonder why demons now, come and attacking you. Apostle, we had a brother with us. He was getting, uh, he had retired from the trucking industry and he was getting disability. He was getting over $3,000 a month. And he would not tithe. He would give two or three dollars here and two or three dollars here. But I, 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 I talked to him about it. I taught on it. And then you know what I did? I left it alone because I told him, if you don't give it to God, the devil's going to take it. And he wouldn't give it to God, and the devil took it. Now he, he's out of, he's lost his apartment. He's homeless. He's back on the street again. And it's because he did not trust God with his finances. Let me tell you something. The Bible says the earth of God, it belongs to God. And they that dwell therein, everything belongs to God. It was made for God. But he only asked for the tenth. He, and it's, it's, it's a trust matter. It's a trust matter. And when people will not trust God with their finances, if you don't give it to God, I'm telling you the devil will take it. He will take it, but he's not going to take the tenth. He's going to take it all. So yeah, you might you know as well give God the tip. Now, I can, I can vouch for that because I sold into Derek Prince Ministries, and I heard that demon say, take the tithe money from Derek Prince Ministries and uh, shift it around and get the, uh, get, get the air condition fixed. Now, you think I'm going to take the tithe money to the Lord to Derek Prince Ministries and do it myself. See, when you start looking at how you're going to manage your money, uh-huh. your finance, you're doing it from your mind. You gonna he the devil gonna have you shortchange God. Well, I just uh-huh. take it out the time that the Lord understands. He understands me. No, he don't understand you. That's uh-uh. rebellion against God. That's a lack of faith. And w- people will get angry at you. Well, you know, I got this bill to go, and I got this bill. Yeah, I had my light bill with three hundred forty-two dollars. I sent that money off to Derek Prince Ministries. Two weeks, I had my bill. I not only had three hundred forty-two dollars. I had enough to pay my light bill. God sent it right back to you. Uh, uh, an unknown uh, donor. I know what God will If you're consistently in God, if you're consistently in God, the Lord will honor that. And for you pastors who allow people, there are 26 pastors on here that I've got to call you out. Dr. Thompson, Dr. Leroy Hudson, Dr. Johnny Walker, Reverend Doctor. You ain't no Reverend Doctor. You just got a title. But all you are are a thief, and you're ripping people off. When people tithe according to the Bible 
the scripture says, would a man rob God? Yes, ye have robbed me. You robbing God, you ain't robbing me. When you don't get your tithes, you robbing God. Now watch this. But you say, wherein have ye robbed me? In tithes and offerings. I've seen Christians will stop tithing. Just say, well, I don't have the money to do this here, but I'm going to have to shift my money. Then the Lord tell me that's self-centered. That's not you trusting God. The Lord is saying, right. uh, if you got a light bill here, go on, pay that, and don't worry about the tithe. He ain't said that in the Bible. He said, will a man rob the entire offerings? And then what happens to you is you come under two curses. You're a curse with a curse. Now, you want to get deliverance. You want to cast out demons in you, but you're not in covenant. And you want God to honor said, that, but you broke a covenant with God. He said, prove me now. Prove me and see will not come through for you. But some people, that, 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 they don't trust him enough. They don't trust don't God enough. They say it with their mouth, Apostle, but when it comes down to the application of it, they, they say, no, I got I to gotta shift this around. I got to move some money around. No, you robbing God. That's point blank. So when you're on the inner circle, I don't care if it's your car. I don't care what it is. I always tie. I had them demons say, why don't you uh, get the car fixed? Them demons did not want me to send that money to Dairy Prince Ministries. And I already knew what it was. Now, for you pastors who taking people money, y'all supposed to help people when they tithe. I have people who own this ministry. I help them. I help them. And if I have any extra, I still help them. The Bible says bring all the tithes into the storehouse. That's the church. That's that right. there may be meat in my house, the storehouse, meat. You're supposed to be have your pastor to give you food if you have a need of your light bill to be paid for. They don't do that. That's the, nope. that's the storehouse. But, no, they just take it. You get nothing out of it. At Live Deliverance and at Radio, everybody who ties, whether they ties or not, I show no favor, respect the person. I tell a person they have to tie. They don't want to hear it now. I don't care what you want to hear. I have to obey the Lord. Now, if you don't want to hear what I'm saying, get off air and go somewhere else because I'm going to obey God. And if you don't do this right, you are going to hurt yourself. You cannot tie up God how you want to worship God. In my trials of tribulation, I did not spend that money on my Internet bill. And the demon said, you're going to go off air tomorrow. I just go read Job. Don't pay no attention to him. I don't even listen to him. When they when they saying that, they already that's let me know God's on the way. He's going to take care of me because I trust him. I have to trust the Lord. I have to trust the Lord every day on this radio station. I live a life of trust. And when Sister Taylor, the Lord moved on you to, to uh, get that money, that got me where I had to go. You see, but we have to trust God. Christians don't want to trust God. Christians want to serve God when everything is good. And then they want to change the rules. Well, I, you know, I can't do it today, so I just, you know, God understand. I give what I can. That ain't in the Bible. But I wouldn't say, well, you can hold back off. And then what happens is, don't anybody call me telling me that I want your money. Okay? Let me let them know right now. Because don't tie here. You tie somewhere else. Because the Lord will look after me. <laughs> the demons have your mind there. He's trying, he trying to get your money. No, I'm standing up on God's word because that's a covenant Amen. that you break. If you break a covenant, you come under curse. Point blank. Amen. And, but and you, you know, you, Apostle, I'm going to tell you something. When they won't tithe, they'll go and spend that money. The Bible says it'd be like having uh, money and they got holes in their pockets. In other words, yep. when they won't tithe, the money will get gone and they won't even know what happened to it. 
They was like, my money. Yeah. I had I had five hundred dollars, and now I went out and I spent. But I I can't. In other words, they ain't got nothing to show for it. That means the devil done robbed you. He done robbed them. The the, the thief will rob the robbers. You robbing God, and the devil turn around and rob them. Check this out, Evans Taylor. It would be far mm-hmm. wiser to first repair the holes in your pocket before you continue to put any more money into it. As the opening verses about indicated during this ministry of Haggai, the prophet of God, challenged his people to consider your ways because they was earning wages and putting them into a bag with holes. Haggai 1-6. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, 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 and when and you, you do that, your mind, here go your mind. I, I deal with this all the time with people. Your mind says, here's your fleshly mind. The Holy Spirit wouldn't tell you, don't tithe. Because no. the Holy Spirit would not go against breaking a covenant. You are cursed with a curse when you don't do it. So your mind tells you, I got to rearrange something to do this, to pay this bill. That's a lack of faith when I hear that. That's a lack of faith. You can't That's pay not trusting that's trusting your own intellectual ability to meet your needs and not God. And then now you're back under curse with God. So God you tests pay you on tithe. You got to pay tithes. Some people try to pay on tithes like this is a credit account. Oh, I'm going to put $10 on my account today. No, you can't pay on tithes. You got to pay tithes. They don't for these people. And, and one, one subject that's controversial, you know, is, is this. But I ain't going to have no backlash tonight because I ain't in the mood for it because I got about 500 people. Uh, this is what you have to do. I have to do it. Uh, when I get my money, I tie, I tie into uh, Apostle uh, uh, Pastor Earl White Ministry and Derek Prince. And these demons will not, and I will not. I, don't, I will tie before I pay my house note. I will tie, I put God first before anything because I trust them. Now, if you don't trust them, you ain't going to be able to do that. So Mm-mm. if you don't have any faith, you this ain't going to work for you because the devil, all he's going to do is put you through a situation, a trial, and you're supposed to be a mature Christian. You're supposed to be able to hold your line and still keep your commitment, even if you don't even know where it's coming from. That's faith. But most people don't have that faith because they don't develop their faith. Another thing, too, that uh, people need to be doing if they so-called Christians at a long length of time is to meditate day and night on the word of God. Now, another problem that I I see that most mature Christians uh, are are lacking in doing, and we're doing this because uh, Live Deliverance is making tremendous change. I have an AI. I won't be asking the phone anymore. I have a personal secretary that's going to be doing that because I just have to screen my calls now because I'm getting so busy with personal business and ministry that this radio station is being overrun, which is good because God ain't going to put on me more than I can't bear. And he knows that I will be trusted and I will help everyone. Now, the Bible says in Ephesians six seventeen, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. If you are born again, Christian, you've been walking the Lord more than five years with him. Why don't you use the scripture on everything in your life? You can't because you don't know it. The sword of the spirit is an offensive weapon in spiritual warfare. Satan will make every attempt to undetermine or to destroy our confidence in the sword. 
which is the word of God. The church must define the inspired scriptures against allegations that scripture is not God's word and everything it teaches, which is a lie. Satan wished to pull you away from the written word and bring you to your written mind to bring the laws of your mind to come about against the laws of the spirit of God. And when you start thinking independently outside God, you are going to be in a lot of trouble. A lot of you don't know how to trust the Lord because you don't go through trials. And if you don't go through trials, there's no way you'll be able to get promoted. I hate to say it, but that's that's what it is. Ephesians 6.18 says, praying always with all prayers and supplications in the spirit, watching therefore unto all perseverance and supplications of the saints. Our warfare against spiritual warfare, against spiritual forces of Satan's calls for an intense prayer life, and most of you don't do it. But you've been walking the Lord 30, 40 years, and you don't even have prayer life. You've been walking the Lord five years, you don't have prayer life. Something ain't right with that. Something not... <laughs> So, something not right with that. How many, I, I asked the guy, how many hours you, he been saying he had been, a, I said, how long have you been a Christian, man? 15 years. Well, do you read the Bible? A little bit. When I heard that, I know this man can't help me on my staff. I can't put this man on my staff. i a little bit. He get wild the first demon I did with a telephone call up in here. You can't just have a little bit. You got to go all the way with this. This is your life. You're not going to change unless you allow God to change you. And if you don't pray, prayer in the spirit, always with all prayers and supplications for all saints, with all perseverance, prayer is not to be seen just as another weapon, but as part of the actual conflict itself, where the victory is won for ourselves and others by working together with God himself. Fail to pray diligently with all kinds of prayers and supplications is to surrender to Satan. Evangelist Davis, give me Luke 18.1. Luke 18.1. Can you hear me? I'm Something zero. happened with my phone. I'm here. That's the, that's Luke, the devil. Luke 18.1. And he uh-huh. spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint, saying there was in a city a judge that feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterwards he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And now the Lord said, yep. She, she was consistent. See, y'all not consistent. You, you want, I'm talking about you so-called soldiers that have been walking around. And, 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 you know, I notice people, they just like to be babies. They always want to say they're babies. Yeah, they like that. I mean, what is this? Babies. You just want to be a baby. You want to be a baby. no. No, you can't be a baby forever. You have to fight. Uh, Advantage David, give me Romans twelve twelve. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We're not getting Romans on nobody. 12. God wants y'all to stand up on y'all own. God don't want y'all leaning on us as deliverance ministers and you've been with us for many years. It's time to stop that. Stand on your own. 
You, I didn't die for you. Jesus Christ died for you. Amen. I did Rejoicing not die for you. in hope. Rejoicing in hope. Patient in tribulation. Continuing instant in prayer. And 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 people don't do that. Philippians four six. Now, if you don't continue to, to deal with this in prayer, you're gonna get wiped out by the devil through them through that mind. You sit down and hear the devil coming with these old crazy thoughts, and you don't even you don't have the audacity to tell the thing to be quiet. You entertain it because, because you're not spiritually connected. You're carnal. You're carnal, and a carnal Christian is not connected by God. What caused carnality? The flesh. The flesh. Philippians 4, 6, Evangelist Dave. Be careful for nothing, and that word careful means be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Did it say unto me? Nope, unto God. Did Did it say unto you? Nope, unto God. Under Jesse the Planche. Nope. Unto God. Unto God. And your personal relationship should be unto the Lord, not me. Whether I call you or not, you shouldn't get upset if I don't call you. That's immature. You shouldn't do that. I had a lady from Wyoming, uh, uh, no, from Montana. This lady would get so far, Pastor, how come you didn't call me? Wait a minute now. <laughs> if I'm, I have other things to do, and she just get all worked up because I don't call her. That's not God. And the Lord said, she no. see you as Jesus. I said, what, Lord? He said, she see you as Jesus. I said, what did I do? Walk on her yourself, holding her up. Let her hold herself up herself. Wow. Give me Colossians chapter 4, verse 2. Glory be to God. Continuing prayer and watching the same with thanksgiving. With, with the praying also, for us that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am in bond. That's what God's trying to do to you, brothers and sisters. God wants to talk to you. God wants to communicate with you. Now, he's not going to communicate through your anger. He's not going to communicate through your fleshly mind. He's not going to communicate through your thoughts, through your ideas. Through your intellectualism, you're going to be wasting your time. Evangelist Taylor, First Thessalonians five seventeen. Amen. Glory, Hallelujah. Oh, this is good tonight. Five seventeen. For, for those who want to change, for those who are stubborn, they're just going through the motion. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Pray without ceasing. That's a mature Christian. Sister Taylor, when I get up in the morning, before I go to bed at night, your subconscious mind is subject to demonic spirits. That's where you're at your weakest. When I go to bed, I cover myself by the blood of Jesus, and I pop in uh, and I turn up real loud. I pop in Derrick Prince, just as loud. It's so loud, it go in all the rooms everywhere. And then about three hours, it clicks in the Alexander Scorby. I got it programmed to go right to the book of Mark, and I hear Mark all night for 9 and 10, 12 hours. And it's just as peaceful in my house. 
when people holler at me and mm-hmm. scream at me, cuss at me, and fuss at me, I don't take it personal on nobody. Somebody holler and scream at you, you get all bent out of shape, you don't want to speak to them for nine months. Is that a Christian? No. No. That's not a Christian. That's not a Christian. Some of you won't forgive people. Some of you want to be so spiritual that you want everybody to know you know something about deliverance, but you don't even know it your own self. That ain't happening. God don't want that. God wants you to stand and stop the baby diapers. Leave the baby diapers alone. But ye beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Believers must constantly pray in the Spirit through faith to build up himself from the tribulations and the temptations of devil. This requires study of God's word and a determined effort to know the truth and the teachings of Scripture. And when you pray in the Holy Spirit, you are building up yourself against all negative forces of demonic spirits. People won't do that. People are lazy very spiritually, and this is why you don't change. This is why you don't change. Evangelist Taylor, you got the mic to close it out. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, but unto all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which have made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints of in life, who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. You see, we got to increase in the knowledge of God and become fruitful. Hallelujah. Now, how do we become fruitful? Through maturity by maturing in the things of God. Everything that Apostle and I have talked to you all about tonight is to increase you through maturity. You will mature in the things of God when you begin to put away the childish things, when you stop the whining, uh, uh, sucking on milk, when you stop being a babe in Christ, when you grow up and actually, you know, even if you took uh, notes tonight, If you sit down after this broadcast is over and you go back over your notes, that's maturing in the things of God. You want to see what what can you glean more out of this message tonight. And, and, And then you spend time in the Word, like he said, meditating, meditating upon the things of God. How can I apply this to my life? What can I do to increase in the knowledge of God? Spend more time in his Word. How what how can I grow in God's word? How can I grow as a as a strong Christian? It is going to be through spending time in the Word. And we are praying for you tonight. We are praying that everyone that's listening to the sound of our voice that you have a made up mind that that's what you want. That you want to grow in the things of God. You ready to come off the milk? and you're ready to be a strong Christian in the Lord. And if that's your desire, the Bible says, if any man hunger and thirst after righteousness, he will be filled. God will fulfill your desire if that is your desire tonight. But if you just want to stay a babe, I'm going to tell you something. The devil will run over you like a steamroller. 
Because he's not yeah. he's not concerned. He's not concerned about we Christians. Those Christians, he said, I can get rid of them at any time. So he he's coming after the strong Christians. And people want to be anointed. Everybody want to be anointed. Oh, I want to be anointed. I want to be anointed. How you going to become anointed if you don't suffer with him? That's right. It's not oh, going to happen. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of suffering. Lot, look at here. I have been without food. I have been with no food for three days, and I've heard demons say, if I say I ain't sold cocaine in 30 years, here they go talking about, you can get on camera and robe and flip some dope. Just call uh, Big Daddy, Big Kane. Are you stupid? In the name of Jesus, I'm not doing that. But the devil still no. consistent. He don't. He don't want me to trust God. He don't want you to trust God. Matter of fact, the Lord has telling me He want y'all to get mad at me and Sister Taylor right now. Take it out. He going mm-hmm. y'all gonna try mm-hmm. to find a way to get mad at us. And when you do, it's a demon. Even before I talk to any of you, any time we're gonna be a demon in you, trying to get you to get mad. We trying to obey God. We have a fluctuation of new different people. We're trying to do this in order so you can have an understanding and not take a person. Well, he don't want to minister to me. No, the older ones who's been with me will be going to Janet Taylor. I have babies. I'm a pastor. I'm a shepherd. It is my job to feed them. They don't know nothing about deliverance. Now, if you want to do this job, come on over here and sit down, and you better have some word of knowledge because you cannot effectively teach nobody without the word of knowledge. We're going to open up the lines after a station break and a commercial uh, break with some praise and worship.
can you hear me? I can. Everybody, Evangelist Taylor is going to interpret the prophetic message. The Lord has a word. She will interpret. Now is the time, saith the Lord. Now is the time for the body of Christ to arise and shine, for our light is come. It's time to give God the glory. It's time that God will be glorified in the church and in your individual life by growing in the things of God. Thus saith the Lord. Glory be to God. God wants y'all to change. God has to provide so much for you. It, it is sad to see Christians live a defeated life with yeah. all this power that we have. Air code 470, good evening, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. How you doing, sister? Fine, praise God. How you doing? Amen. Were you blessed tonight? Yes, I was. Do you need any prayer requests? No, not tonight. God bless you, and I'll call you and see you again, Sister Taylor. She's been with me 15, 16 years, this sister here. Sister Kathleen, been with me a long time. Praise and it's an God. honor to have you. It's an honor to have you. Amen. Okay. God bless, Sister Kathleen, and shalom to you. God bless. Air code 404. Air code 404. All right. Chaplain John Durden, you have the mic. Good evening. God bless you. Okay. Any comments? Any prayer? Uh, no, not now, because I'm still remembering all the the, um, the outlines you gave us. day about we don't do this no more, don't do that no more. We make a whole lot of common sense. You don't need no summary from me. You don't need no background from me and everything else. I'm just enjoying the session. That's all. Okay. Sister Taylor, you're going to be on Thursday. God bless everybody. For those who are going to be rearranged for deliverance, I'll let everybody know. I'll call people to structure everybody for Janice Taylor. I got about 743 people in the next two hours to minister to in four countries. And I just need some prayer. So, Taylor, thank you for giving me Thursday nights. This has been a blessing to me. Uh, I, can get, I can get sleep on Thursdays because she just takes over the radio station. And we've been heard all over the world. So Taylor can vouch Amen. for you. Let everybody know that the people in Germany, how many people listen to us, Sister Taylor? Amen. The people in Germany have already uh, been contacting me, letting me know that they've been listening. And you know what, Apostle, I didn't even know they told me they've been listening to me on Thursday night for months. And I, I had no that. knowledge of it. Because I never asked you, yeah. I never asked you about the stats, and that's one thing yeah. that I know God don't want me to get into about the stats, because that's how people end up getting lifted up in pride. You remember when David counted counted his army when he numbered the, when he took a census? That's how he got in trouble with God. So I never so need to know that's the right. numbers. I that's never right. need to that's know right. the numbers. But the sister, well, I'm, sister Kim, I'm gonna give you the numbers. She let me know right now. I'm going to give you the numbers. Evangelist Taylor on Wednesdays and on Thursdays when she teaches 723, on Tuesday when I teach 723. Exactly. 
out of Germany. Wow. That's just one. That's not including Jamaica, 427, South Africa, 560, Finland, 429 people. Now, we have an interpreter in Finland. The word of God is going out in Matthew 24. So, so tell you, I'm hearing something. Matthew 24. That's going All right. in the Spirit. Oh, Lord, hang Lord. on, Holy Spirit. Wait a minute. I'm waiting on the Lord, 24. Let me hang on. Sister Taylor, uh, Matthew twenty four fourteen. This is what we are doing. We are fulfilling Matthew twenty four fourteen, and the Lord has said me that He loves you, brothers and sisters who've been here for a while, but He wants you to grow and obey them to have authority over you. Don't make it hard for us. Don't make it unpleasant because you you could get some people you don't even want to help them demons be manifesting so hard, but you have to look through it. But what we are doing are fulfilling Matthew twenty four fourteen. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. So we teaching all over the world here at Live Deliverance Net Radio. We have ministered to over 136 nations. We average about fourteen to fifteen thousand dollars. Fourteen. Well, I will receive fourteen thousand, Lord Jesus. I receive it. I will receive it in the name of Jesus. I receive it. We average fourteen thousand people, and you know. Evangelist Taylor, the Lord has always taught me not to look at numbers, you know, and then the devil do this to me. You got all these people, this is these hit of demons now. Here they go. All these people get uh, listening, but they're not tithing. Now, why would the devil want to tell me that they're not tithing? You think the devil care about whether they tithe or give? He's trying to do that to harass me, to keep me to look in the flesh to this ministry. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. He, then, he, then he want me to say, well, Lord, how come uh, they're not giving? I don't do that. Well, whoever God sent me, I trust. I don't respond to the devil. That's being mature. I, I don't respond to that lie. Because the Bible says despise not small things. And when Amen. the word of God Amen. is sown into a person, it takes time for you to change it. Everybody going to just come overnight tithing. They don't know nothing about tithing. When I was a Catholic, I ain't never heard nothing about tithing in my life. And then you got some people who know it still don't have faith to operate in it. So there's a lot. That, I mean, really, there's a lot that go on that people don't see being the pastors and the minister of deliverance. And I want all of you to get free. I desire that all you get free. As again, for the old vets, I'm turning all y'all over to uh, Evangelist Taylor. I got a class tonight, Evangelist Taylor. We're going to see you Thursday night. Thank you for that Thursday. This sister has really helped me. I can sleep. I work 18, 19 hours a day. I'm not trying to say that, Sister Taylor, to be praised. I don't want nobody to praise me. I'm not working for nobody. I'm really working for Christ because when I do something, I don't do it for a person. You can never please Amen. a human being. Let me say something. If you Amen. do something in ministry, you ain't doing nothing for nobody. Ain't, ain't no such thing as you doing something for somebody. The Bible says, whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it wholeheartedly as to the Lord Jesus. Colossians 3.17 and 3.23. Because when you start doing it for people, you're going to get messed up. Because people, people want to yes. control you. People want to be part of something and want to add their little two cents to it. I don't let nobody do that on this ministry. And I'm very selective who come on this broadcast. Amen. Evangelist Taylor, how can people contact you and give to your ministry 
And also, she's on Thursdays nights also here with me. Uh, go ahead and let the audience know how to sow a seed to her. Amen. This is, um, you can contact me through the web at www.wallsoffiredeliverancemin.com. If you want to sow a seed, you can sow it through PayPal or through Zelle using this email address, jet245 at msn.com. We encourage you to just join us, listen in, and see what the Lord is saying. And if God leads you to sow a seed, then obey God. Shalom to you. And here is Janet Taylor, God Promise.
praise God. Welcome again, and God bless you. I will be in Kingston, Jamaica. On the way to Kingston, Jamaica, be in Jamaica tomorrow. I'll be in there for a while, visiting my apartment, taking care of some personal business in Kingston, Jamaica. Be back in the United States, but can't tell you that because I want the demons to know when I'm coming back. But we believe in tomorrow, be in the United States as of tonight. Tomorrow morning, I'll be taken back to Kingston, Jamaica for some personal business and some ministry, and we'll be coming back to you. God bless you at Live Livingston at Radio. Shalom.